Welcome to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. Have you found yourself trapped on the weight loss journey, losing and regaining the same 20 pounds? Are you tired of starving yourself, eating less calories than your toddler, and making the gym your second home is just not an option? Then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Anna J. Fit, weight loss and mental fitness coach, and in this podcast, I'll teach you exactly what to do to lose the weight sustainably and never gain it back. Let's dive in. What's going on, my beautiful listeners of the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast? It's me, Anna J. Fit, your host, and I am back. Yes, I have taken a little break, but I am back, y'all. If you thought that I abandoned you, no, I would never do that. I have so much to say and such important messages to put out there into the world that giving up and quitting and not showing up at all, that's not me. I would never do that. However, I did need to take a little break. So I've been gone from podcasting or from recording for about a month now, and it's felt so, so weird. However, here's the silver lining and the beauty about my little, little, little absence and now my powerful return is that in me taking a break that it wasn't intentional to begin with. I didn't intend on taking a break from podcasting at all because I love podcasting, podcasting, but the silver lining and what happened in me taking this break is that I'm coming back a lot more inspired and with even more energy than I had before. So if before you're wondering, oh my God, where does this girl get all this energy from? Well, now I'm really about to blow your mind because I have a lot more energy to give. But you know how it is. Sometimes you are either by choice taking a break and stepping away from something for a while, and then you come back to it and you're like, wow, amazing. I'm feeling even better about this. Or I have more ideas. Or I feel more creative. Where the flow is effortless, right? Or sometimes it's not intentional and it's not by choice. You didn't think it through. Um, and then you take a break because of circumstances, right? But either way, in both of those scenarios and cases, you come back and you're like, wow, this is pretty cool. For example, a lot of people take breaks from social media. And I have a lot of clients who tend to do that. They'll be like, hey, coach, just want to let you know that I'm not going to be anywhere to be found on Facebook. I won't be inside of the VIP community. I'm deactivating my Facebook account for the next week or so. I'm doing a social media detox. And I always very much embrace and welcome that when they tell me that. I'm like, yeah, you go do you. Do, do what you think is good for your mental health. I'm all about it, right? Then they come back after a week, two, whatever. I had one client, she just took like a month off social media. Then they come back and they're like, wow, that was really cool. However, I'm looking at Facebook with like, from a different lens, right? And, and realizing that I've been missing out on some stuff or how much Facebook really does serve me in a certain way in my life, right? So that's basically what happened here is that it wasn't really by choice, but I ended up taking a break. I've been extremely busy in this last month. No, it's not like I took a break and been twiddling my thumbs, not at all. I had this massive, humongous challenge running in the month of November and we ended up just blowing it out the park. Like, I was really nervous. I was really skeptical. Yes, I get skeptical. Yes, I get nervous. Yes, I doubt myself sometimes too, just like everybody else. But <clears throat> it was for me stepping outside of my comfort zone and stepping outside of my box. And so I was a little bit anxious about it. I had some doubts and I was like, oh my God, is this going to work out? Are we going to get a good turnout? Are people going to get value? Am I going to really step into the best version of me so I can serve them to their highest good, right? And let me just tell you, in the whole, in the, all the years that I've been in business, I think that that was like the most fulfilling, rewarding experience when it comes to an event that I've thrown, a challenge that I did. It was incredible. Like I have no words. 
And so it took a lot more out of me too than anything I've done in the past because I literally went live every single night at the same time for nine days in a row. And also I was interacting and engaging with the 300 plus women who officially registered. But on top of that, we were inside of the Women Winning at Weight Loss Facebook community. By the way, shameless plug, if you're not a part of that community yet, what the fuck are you doing? Get on Facebook, get inside of the Women Winning at Weight Loss group ASAP. But we're 2,400 deep up in there. So needless to say, the engagement was nuts. I was having like hundreds of conversations every single day. And then so many of the ladies that were inside of that challenge, they wanted to get on calls with me. Um, and it was just a lot, a lot was going on, but a lot of nothing, fucking nothing, but fucking good and positive and empowering stuff. So I have no complaints, but now I'm back. Things have slowed down a little bit. We're going into the month of December, right? Uh, it's definitely holiday season. And I'm realizing, oh, you know what? My month of December is going to be pretty fucking laid back for once, which is totally unusual for me. And I'm very much embracing the laid backness of the month of December. So I need to get my ass back into podcasting so I can get these messages out. So the message of today, sorry for this long intro, y'all, but the message for today or the topic of today's conversation is the identity of a woman who wins at weight loss. Oh, shit. Me just saying that, I was like, mm, okay, I'm feeling sassy. The identity of a woman who wins at fucking weight loss. Okay? There's an identity that comes with this. What am I talking about? So what I've realized over this decade of coaching women is that women are very much so focused on certain actions, actions, surface level stuff, right? Program that I can sign up for, fucking pill I can pop injection I can inject into my stomach, like you name it, but never really focused or never really having a clear understanding of the fact that where you are now and where the struggles are continuing to come from are very much related to the identity that you're embracing uh, for yourself on this journey. So I particularly call for the women that are currently out there that have a tendency to Regain the same damn 10, 20 pounds like every other month, right? I've literally, I've literally coined this identity that I've noticed across the board. This is what these women do. This is what these women tend to think. This is how these, these women tend to identify on this weight loss journey. And I've realized ever so after so many years of paying attention and studying this, that these patterns really are setting women up for failure. In the long term on this journey. So if you're, if you've been trying to lose 20, 25, 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 pounds, and no matter what you do, no matter what approach you sign up for, no matter which route you decide to go, you notice that you're always finding yourself in the same cycle of either not losing the weight and not winning at weight loss and not feeling successful. Or on the flip side, it's you will lose weight. You will lose 10 pounds. You'll lose 20. But you're always finding yourself back at square one. It's just a matter of time. And boom, here you are regaining the weight. You fall into one, into this one category or the other. That's your story. Well, the identity that matches that woman is something that I have called the cardio queen. The cardio queen. Yes, this is literally the identity that I have named and I've coined over the years. And I realized this is literally like the deeper problem. This is the deeper problem of the woman who is not succeeding long-term on her weight loss journey. Who's the cardio queen? The cardio queen is a woman who is overloading every single at each workout 
with a ton of fucking cardio. I mean, as the name describes, obviously, she's a cardio queen because she values cardio so much, more than her own fucking life at this point. She is all about cardio, cardio, cardio. It's an absolute fucking obsession, right? So the cardio queen, whether it's in the gym or it's at home, it doesn't fucking matter. She's going to be on the treadmill, the elliptical. She's going to hit up every single cardio equipment, faithfully, religiously, the elliptical, you name it, okay? And one huge characteristic of the cardio queen that matches why or that explains the logic and her reasoning behind being so obsessed with cardio is that she tends to just in her nature be obsessed with quantity over quality. Like the cardio queen, this woman right here, she looks at her weight loss journey in terms of just the fucking numbers. If I'm just obsessed with the quantity, it's obviously going to translate into more pounds lost. This is what the cardio queen thinks. This is how she operates. And that is why on her weight loss journey, everything is always about obsessing over her cardio. So it's more minutes on the elliptical. It's more days in the gym. If the cardio queen works out four days, but she's not getting results, now she's going to turn this into seven days of working out. If the cardio queen has been spending an hour a day on her uh, spin bike, and she's not getting the results that she's looking for, this is about to turn into 90-minute daily sessions instead. See what I'm saying? See where I'm going with this? So the cardio queen is obsessed with quantity over quality. It's always about prioritizing cardio, but more than that, it's about obsessing over the amount, over the numbers. How many minutes of cardio am I doing now? Cool, it ain't working. Let me do more num more minutes of this particular cardio. How many aerobic classes am I taking per week? Well, that shit's not working. So instead of looking at the quality of what I'm doing, I'm going to go look at the time, the amount of minutes, the amount of classes, the amount of equipment I jump on. And now I'm going to double that shit up, right? That's what the cardio queen does. That's how she thinks. That's how she looks at her journey, every step of it. And she's interestingly never, never concerned with the quality of what she's doing. Is the type of cardio class I'm attending matching my body type? Is the type of cardio that I'm engaging in for 60 minutes every day at the gym actually good for my body based on my age, based on my goals? Is this making sense? She's always neglecting the quality aspect and she's always consumed with quantity, 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 quantity. It's more steps, more minutes on cardio machines, more, more aerobic classes, more running, running more miles, right? Walking more minutes. You see what I'm saying? I'm sure you catch my drift by now. There is no consideration for the quality of our workouts. Another really amazing characteristic as I've been studying women for many, many years on this journey is that the cardio queen uses cardio as a form of punishment. And this is really fucking deep. Do not minimize this. Don't underestimate the power of this. The cardio queen has a tendency to view cardio not as something necessarily that's so fucking amazing. It's so beneficial. It's the most amazing thing ever. It's like her fun in life. No, the cardio queen, by definition, has a tendency to utilize cardio as a form of self-punishment. It's, I ate so bad over Thanksgiving. Now I'm going to triple up on my cardio equipment use. I'm going to fucking double up on the amount of cardio classes I was taking. I was taking six. Now I'm taking 12. So even if, even for the particular cardio queens out here who actually do 
to a certain extent enjoy cardio. I'm not taking that away. It's still a many, many times stems from, or the obsession and the overdoing it many, many times stems from this deep rooted need and, and, and yeah, really need to punish themselves. That's what the cardio queen does. So the cardio queen is going to be so obsessed with doing more cardio, more minutes of it, harder, right? Let me double it. Let me triple it. Let me buy another piece of cardio equipment because I already got five, but that's not enough. Let me go get another one, right? But it stems from this deep, intense desire and, and almost feeling like I need to punish myself because every time I eat a bag of chips that I shouldn't have been eating, I need to do something about it. I need to take action. I can't just accept the fact that I ate the bag of chips and move on with my life. No, I have to punish myself for that act, right? So these are really incredible. Like it blows my mind sometimes, but literally from years of paying attention and observing these patterns and having all these conversations, like it eventually ended up dawning on me that this is a real identity. Like this is a, this is a real thing. This is an identity that women have started embodying and embracing as their own. And they fit into this and they fall into this identity and this trap that goes with it on their journey. They have good intentions. They mean well. And if this fits you, right? If the, if the shoe fits, wear it, right? If this fits you, this is by no means to put you down. It's more so about making you realize that you've been embracing this identity and this identity in itself of being a cardio queen is not serving you, right? And I'm going to go into the identity that you want to shift to, the identity that you want to embrace instead of being a cardio queen for the rest of your life. Because yes, there is the desired identity, right? That you need to seek and you need to pursue. And that's the one that you want to start embodying so that you get amazing ass results, but also you maintain them long-term. That's the game changer, right? So the cardio queen is obsessed with quantity over quality. It's all about more, 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 more cardio all the time. She doesn't give a damn about the quality. She neglects that completely. Secondly, the cardio queen, she uses cardio to punish herself. Whatever it is that she has identified, established, ruled is bad behavior. It's bad food that she ate. She ate too much alcohol. That's bad, right? Uh, uh, she was lazy for three days in a row because she was so busy. That's bad. I need to go punish myself with a shit ton of cardio. That's what the cardio queen does. The second characteristic here or feature of this identity is that the cardio queen always ends up burnt out. It's, it's, it's just really a matter of time, but eventually she always cycles back into or falls back into that trap and ends up burnt out. Burnt out. Why? Because that obsession with doing more, 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 more also leads to her not getting the results that she's looking for or the cycle I described. Lose 10 pounds, regain fucking 15. Lose 20, regain 25, right? And all of that from a mental, physical, and emotional standpoint leads to that point where you hit the fucking wall and here you go burnt out again. It's the obsession with fucking quantity all the goddamn time that leads to not enough rest days, not enough quality workouts, right? Uh, not seeing the red flags and just constantly doing entirely too much Increasing cortisol levels, which is your stress hormone, which is the complete opposite of what you actually want. And it's just a matter of time until the burnout arrives. So the cardio queen, when you look at her identity, 
in her history, there are so many countless cycles of her burning herself out again, gaining the weight back, and then getting back into the same cycle over again, right? So definitely a pattern of burnout and then restarting and then burning herself out again. And typically, based on what I've seen and studied, this goes on for many years until the cardio queen says, enough is motherfucking enough. I've got to do something differently. The other thing about the cardio queen is that she absolutely disregards her mindset on this journey. The cardio queen doesn't give a fuck. And I'm sorry to put it that way, but the cardio queen does not give a fuck about what's going on in her mindset, how she's thinking about things, how she talks to herself, what goes on in her head, doesn't give a fuck. She's totally oblivious and missing the big picture. It's never about the long-term focus. It's very much instant gratification, instant gratification, instant gratification. Let me go to the gym. Let me outrageously punish myself on this cardio equipment for the next eight days. Let me do the absolute fucking most when it comes to this cardio and punish and punish and punish and obsess over more and more and more and more cardio. Let me use more cardio machines and more cardio driven classes, right? And everything is about instant gratification. And it's interesting, actually, that I'm deciding to have this conversation with you ladies now because I literally just got a new client inside of the Empowered Body Project, which is my weight loss coaching program, just about a month ago. And when she first came to me, she told me that every single time she sees the scale go up a little bit, it throws her in total panic and anxiety mode to the point where she eliminates anything else that's going on in the gym or in her game plan or in her regimen or in her life. And all she fucking does is cardio like an absolute maniac, total punishment, which is what I just described, until she sees the scale go back down a couple pounds. When she sees the scale go back down a couple pounds, then she's like, okay, I can take my foot off the, um, the gas pedal just a little bit. I can take a little bit easier. Now I can uh, approach things from a more moderate place. But this is literally the example. This is literally the embodiment of the cardio queen that I'm talking about. And she specifically explained to me that she keeps going through these cycles and she wants to exit these fucking cycles because they've been burning her out. But also because she realizes now that she's getting older, that it's so unhealthy and it's not working in her favor because she's constantly been in, in and out of the burnout cycles because she is so obsessed with instant gratification. I'm not looking at the big picture. I'm not looking at the long-term effects, consequences. No, I'm not looking at my quality of life long-term. I'm not looking at, is this damaging my metabolism? Is this potentially harmful to my health? No, the cardio queen is not focused on any of that. And just like the client I've just described to y'all who fits into all in this entire category, she checks off every single box. She instantly sees that scale go up a couple pounds and says, boom, it's like a light bulb goes off. I've got to go back into punishment mode. I've got to go punish my body extremely in the gym, cardio, 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 obsessively until I see those two, three, four, five pounds come down. If I see the scale come down, then I'm, then my anxiety is coming down. I feel a little bit calmer about the situation. I feel like I've regained control. What is this? Instant gratification at its finest. And I'm really glad. <laughs> That this be, that she became my client about a month ago and we had this conversation because she confirmed everything about what I'm telling you guys right now. All of this is so real. It is absolutely fucking real. So the cardio queen ultimately 
is not concerned with changing her mindset. She's not looking at her mindset. She's not looking at, hey, I've got some mindset blocks and hurdles that I absolutely need to address. I need to start loving myself. I need to start speaking life into myself. I need to work on why I'm always seeking punishment in some way, which by the way, is rooted in, I'm not good enough. I have to punish myself, right? But the cardio queen neglects all of that. She's oblivious to all of it. Doesn't give a damn, right? And it's just keep it moving, keep it moving, keep it moving. Because on the surface level, what is it that I can do in an, with instant gratification being the key motivator? More cardio. That's what I'm going to do. More cardio. And I'm going to obsess over it. So let's talk about, now we've been definitely very clear with what the cardio queen identity looks like, what it feels like, what the cardio queen tends to think, what the logical and the logic and the reasoning behind our actions are. So obviously, because you know one thing about me, I'm always in the business of empowering you ladies on this journey. I want to see you win. So obviously, I can't stop the podcast here, can I? No. Now that we've identified what's not working, let's identify and let's break down the identity of the woman who is winning at weight loss. What does that look like? What does that identity feel and look like? Let me break it down. I've named her the consistency queen. The consistency queen, ladies. The consistency queen is a fucking badass on her weight loss journey. Not only is she fucking winning at weight loss on her journey, but she literally is hitting on every single key feature, criteria, element that is needed for absolute long-term fucking success. The main differentiator here between the cardio queen and the consistency queen. The consistency queen obsessed. She is always obsessed with quality over quantity. The consistency queen, she is not here to waste time, waste energy, waste effort. No, ma'am. She is a very fucking aware of the fact that time is the most important and most valuable asset that she possesses. Okay. The consistency queen, therefore, obsesses with the quality and always has a game plan in place. You ain't never going to see a consistency queen show up at the gym or in her living room, wherever she does her workouts at, wondering how many minutes am I going to work out now? Which equipment should I hop on? Mindlessly and clueless. Never. The consistency queen, because she understands and values her time, she's always going to go with most effective fucking workouts, not the longest workout. What's the most amount of time I can spend doing this? The consistency queen, she's worried about efficiency and efficacy. The shit needs to lead to results and it needs to do it in the most time effective manner ever. She understands that her time is super valuable. And one thing the consistency queen refuses to do in life is waste her time. The cardio queen, she's not looking at that. The cardio queen is like, hey, if I need to spend two hours running, I will spend two hours running. Because her logic is what is, is flawed from the beginning because she's not looking at the quality. The consistency queen, though, she understands I need to have a quality game plan. I need to have a, I need to have a quality approach to my workouts, meaning I need to make sure they fit my body type. I need to make sure that they, um, that 
they're going to lead me to the results that I'm looking for, right? I need to make sure that I'm not doing the same shit every single day. It's got to be quality focused. I'm also not going to be changing my workouts every day based on my moods or the weather outside. The consistency queen, she always looks at quality, right? She's obsessed with quality. And what really drives her here is obviously she wants results, but more importantly, she refuses to waste her time. She refuses to fucking waste her time, which is why then in that case, you're going to go and focus on quality. Exactly. It all makes sense, right? That's the consistency queen for you. So she always has cleared with her game plan and that's rooted. It's always rooted in quality and her obsession for quality. That's why I call her the consistency queen, by the way, because the consistency queen, she is consistent no matter what day it is. She's consistent no matter what the weather is like outside. She's consistent no matter who the president of the United States is. The consistency queen, she's going to show up and she's fucking going to crush her goals. She's going to follow through, right? And obviously the consistency queen is going to do that because she is always armed with a very clear regimen and game plan. And ladies, when you have a clear regimen and game plan that is rooted in quality, then it's fairly easy to show up and be consistent, right or wrong. The other thing about the consistency queen that explains why she's consistent no matter what's happening outside, no matter what's happening, whether her period is on and she's not feeling it or there's just been a massive, uh, a massive tornado, whatever the case may be, the consistency queen is going to push through and she's going to show up because her mindset is rock solid. She has mastered the rock solid mindset, right? Unlike the cardio queen that I described earlier, the consistency queen, she's understanding every single day that this journey, if longevity is the goal, which by the fucking way, longevity should always be the goal. She understands that her driving force is her mindset. Yes, it's cool for her to go to the gym. She knows this. Yes, it's great for her to work out in her living room. She, she values that, but she understands that nothing is going to supersede her mindset. And her mindset being set up for longevity, for success in the long term. So the consistency queen, she works on her mindset every single day. She reframes her negative thoughts. She learns to speak life into herself. Even when she has days where she's depressed, she's anxious, she's lonely, she's struggling, right? Because don't we fucking all, including myself. And ultimately, it's this rock solid mindset that she's developed because she's been working on her mindset every single day. She's not one that's oblivious or ignoring or neglecting what really truly matters. She understands, hey, my head drives this. And she also is not led or motivated by instant gratification. She wants gratification for life. She wants this shit to be a long, long life transformation. She wants this to be her lifestyle, point blank, period. So her mindset is key and it is her driving force and she's doing everything that she needs to do to make sure that her mind, her mindset is being polished, it's being worked on, it's being shaped, it's being improved. She does it all every single day. She meditates, she does breath work, right? Maybe she even has a therapist too or a coach that she can talk to when shit gets hard and she needs to vent, right? The consistency queen, she has hobbies that fill her cup, that support her mental and her mindset. 
Maybe she reads super uplifting self-help books. Maybe she also journals, right? She's doing all of this because she knows that her mindset is her driving force and her mindset needs to be rock solid, which then in turn is why she's going to remain a consistency queen and she's going to be consistent as fuck no matter what day of the week it is, no matter what festival is going on in her city, no matter what the price of gas is, the consistency queen is going to show up and do what the fuck she needs to do, right? And the last reason why the consistency queen remains consistent no matter what is because she does not burn herself out. The consistency queen is never fucking burnt out. I mean, she might be burnt out on life or work or burnt out on her romantic partner relationship or whatever. But the consistency queen is never burnt out when it comes to her weight loss journey. You know why? Because let's bring it back to the first point. Since her game plan, since her approach to working out is always rooted in quality, guess what that leads to? It's impossible for her to burn herself out because she knows what she needs to do. She knows why she's doing it. She knows how to do it. She's always armed with the quality rooted game plan. So she literally cannot burn herself out. This is why the consistency queen is such a fucking badass at being consistent. Her mindset is rock solid because she's been working on it. She's been polishing it every single motherfucking day. So not much is going to disturb her from her routine. She's still going to show up. She's still going to do the work. She's a fucking badass, consistent ass consistency queen. Yes, I said that because she has a fucking quality rooted game plan and regimen. So that prevents her from ever getting burnt out. Right? I hope that this is mind blowing to you that you're having massive ass fucking light bulb moments. Because the reality here is that I want you to recognize that you're most likely falling massively into the cardio queen category. And this is the identity that you've been embracing for so many months and years of your life. And it's time to shift and embrace a very different type of identity. And if you do, then you really step into your true power, which leads you to not only losing the weight, but keeping it off forever, for good, permanently. Because your eyes are now on the big picture, the longevity, the rest of your life. You're no longer living in a place of instant gratification only, please. Right? The consistency queen, she always moves with logic. She thinks things through. Hence, the focus on quality versus quantity. She's not here to waste time. She wants to get results and she wants to get them the fastest, most efficient way possible. The end. She's not playing no games. The consistency queen, because she's taking the time to think about logic or invest in logical regimens and game plans, or she's invested in a coach like myself. She invests in a personal trainer. She invests in some kind of program that guides her appropriately, right? That's typically what the consistency queen does. She knows that she's not the expert, so she's going to go get expert opinions, expert help, expert support, expert guidance. She's going to do this right. And thus, a big, another big, uh, big, another big, can't talk, another big differentiator here in how the consistency queen moves and operates on this journey is that she embraces and understands the benefit of cardio. But she also very much gravitates towards strength training. She lifts weights without fear of turning into a man. And I'm really being funny here because I don't think 
I no 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 woman is afraid of lifting weights because she's going to turn into a man. But you know what I mean. Oh, but if I lift weights, I'm going to be bulky. I'm going to be huge. I'm going to look all muscular and people are going to be intimidated and afraid of me. And no one's going to hit on me because they're going to think that I look like a man, which is absolutely fucking bullshit. Like biologically, scientifically, biologically, scientifically speaking, absolutely impossible. We are not designed that way. That that doesn't work that way. And you would have to consume an incredibly ridiculous amount of calories every single day paired with appropriate supplementation hormone treatments most likely as well because we don't we're not we're just not built for that and you would literally have to go to the gym for many 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 sessions and you would have to be lifting so heavily before you even remotely get confused with a man okay and yes seriously i'm saying this with a lot of sarcasm to it because i still don't understand why women are still trapped and stuck in this but the consistency queen she embraces both the cardio and the weight train. She understands from a logical standpoint, all cardio is important for this, that, and the third. Wonderful, love it. But she also understands that in order for her to have longevity, in order for her to have good health for the rest of her life, in order for her to crush her fat loss and her weight loss goals and her toning fucking goals, long-term, think lifestyle, lifelong transformation, that she also has to embrace lifting weights and embrace the resistance training components, right? So the consistency queen, when you listen to how I broke it down, she is radically different from the cardio queen. And please understand this, both of them, the cardio queen and the consistency queen get results. But the big difference with the cardio queen is that she always backtracks. It's just a matter of time until she's gonna get burnt out again. It's just a matter of time until she's gonna be discouraged Throw in the towel, gain the motherfucking weight back. It's a t- she's a time ticking bomb. Whereas the consistency queen, she's consistent now. She's consistent forever. She's consistent with all of the right things because it's always rooted in her obsession for quality. She's always going to show up and do the right things. She values her time. She's not all just about, oh, I need results. I need results. I need results. I don't care how the fuck I get them. No, she cares every bit about how she gets those results because she wants to maintain them for the rest of her life. She wants to be truly empowered on this journey and understand what that looks like. What does that feel like? What must I do to continue to be successful permanently? Huge difference between the cardio queen and the consistency queen. And ladies, I am certain that as you're listening to this, there is at least a couple of elements of this that are resonating with you, that are speaking to you directly, And maybe some of it is like, oh shit, this is a wake-up call because I very much have been punishing myself a lot or I very much have been derailed and all I've been focusing on is how much cardio can I do or how many more sessions can I take, right? So this is your wake-up call. Go out there and embody what the consistency queen stands for. Embody this identity so that you can see a true return on your investment. And by that, I mean that when you spend time doing something, you get something really tangible out of it that lasts. That when, you ex- when you're expelling energy, you actually are getting something in return that is of value for you. A return on investment is not always, oh, well, I need, to, I need to 10X the $30 I just spent. No, I'm not talking about that. Whatever it is that you're putting in, right? You also want to get something out of it 
but get something out of it that's long-term, that stays with you forever. That's the goal here. Ladies, I hope that this message makes a difference in your life. I hope that it helps you on this journey. Um, please, 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 please tag me in your stories. Share this episode with the other women in your community, at your job, in your family, in your circle. Because if this is making a difference for you, then chances are it's going to make a difference for the next woman who hears this as well. So spread the love, share it with as many women as possible. And as always, come check me out on Instagram. Come follow me. Come speak to me. Send me a message and say, hey, girl, I listened to this uh, podcast episode about the consistency queen and the cardio queen. And shit, I've been a cardio queen forever. I want to hear from y'all. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Instagram, on Facebook at Anna J Fit. Come on. Don't be shy. I certainly do not fucking bite. Ladies, on this note, continue to uh, keep, a, keep a smile on your face. Continue to spread love and positivity to those around you. And above all, remember that you deserve to live in the body of your dreams. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. If you found today's episode valuable, make sure to share it with other women in your life and head over to Facebook to join the Women Winning at Weight Loss community. We'll see you there.